I'm Mr. Swapfu. Welcome to episode 30, 31. 31. Of the Swapfu podcast. Happy to be here. Yeah, and today is uh, June the 6th. Is it the 6th? I believe it is. It's the 5th. Oh. Sunday, June the 5th. Sunday, June the 5th. And um, yep, this is our podcast about um, swinging. So just uh, letting you guys know. <laughs> I don't know. So what do we got? We got some news? Yeah, well, in the last couple of weeks, each of us ran across an article that yes. we thought was interesting and we wanted to share with our listeners. Yes. And um, what was the one that you ran across? Um, the one that I ran across yeah. was, uh, well, I ran across two. Oh, okay. But I, but the only, I, only wanted to, I only wanted to mention the one. Oh, okay. And that one was about the, uh, the condoms that were, oh, yeah. the, yeah, there's some luxury condom brand out there that's like 56 bucks for a dozen or something like that for these condoms. And I guess they give away, for every condom that they sell you, they give one to, they donate it to like people who need them or whatever. But that was kind of whack because like 56 bucks for a condom is a lot of fucking money for a goddamn condom. Well, it's for a dozen condoms. A dozen condoms, yeah. So, I'm not doing the math, but. <laughs> <laughs> right? So. That's, that's like, yeah. It's that's, like all the money. <laughs> I don't even get one. That's a lot of money. Okay. Well, my question is, because you know I've been on my condom crusade. Right. What what is what uh, constitute a luxury item, a luxury condom item? As far as I can tell, the yeah. price. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there isn't anything else. I mean, I didn't buy them or anything like that, but I did, see, I did notice that they had a 48-pack of, 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 of Variety pack of condoms at Costco for like not much money. Yeah, well, variety packs blow. <laughs> yeah, they do. I think that those variety packs are what they were stocking at that club that we kept on cycling through a bunch of those, and they, none of them were were great. None of them were fitting. Basically, yeah. like, well, and for me, it's like basically a condom needs to have lube. That's yeah. So maybe the luxury item on the luxury condom is that it has luxury I think, lube. <laughs> I think that they said that it is like. Like it's Extra like it's moistened with yes. like someone else's vagina juice well, before you hit it. Oh, right, it's like, it's like denatured vagina juice, <laughs> condom lube. Maybe they're made out of real sheep uh, intestines. Like those the, don't protect against days. those don't protect against uh, HIV. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they still because sell they're them. permeable, right? Yeah, they're semi-permeable. They'll okay. stop sperm, but they won't. They won't stop like um, viruses. Okay, yeah? gotcha. But, um, yeah, so these uh, condoms are whatever. Well, why? And I saw in your you, notes. You, you think that they would have, like, you know, some lube, like an extra little thing of lube with them or something. Something to make them special. I guess. But they don't. Maybe somebody that actually applies it for you. That'd be nice. That'd be <laughs> the nice. fluffer. Yes. The, the fluffer yeah. slash. It's, uh, an installer. Yeah. If you will. The installer. <laughs> right. But it's called Naked Foundation. Yes. I saw in your notes. Yes. What? 
what is the naked foundation? Do they do other things or is it just the condom? Well, I think kind of like Adam and Eve, they're um, promoting that because Adam and Eve, like the sex toy store, mm-hmm. their big um, philanthropic mission is to promote, is to promote um, safer sex and condom use in the third world. Mm-hmm. So I think the naked foundation is kind of doing something similar. Yeah. But well, one of the neat things I found with condom use is you get used to it. Cause I know in the beginning it's like, uh, it's, you know, it's not necessarily, your favorite. Right. But after you have sex with them for a few times, it really becomes part of the deal and it's it does become more comfortable. Right. So. Well, not only that, but it kind of becomes part of the, not the ritual, but the um, part of the engagement, right? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, there's like, you know, there's the the uh, erotic building and the whatever, the turning and teasing and all that other stuff. And all of a sudden, you know, clothes are starting to come off and that's really hot. And, you know, out comes the condom and then putting the condom on can be very sensuous as well. And and I've actually started always carrying at least one on me. Right. In my personal... In your, my, in my, in, in, your, in your bra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stick one in my bra. So yeah. I always have one on me. In well, case, I think, I think case of gentlemen's unprepared. Well, we <laughs> hope that, we hope that mo- more gentlemen are prepared. Generally. Yeah. Than, and then, oh, and then you got me to buy, and I haven't tried these yet, but we, we were at Megaplex a right. couple of weeks ago, and you had me buy the female... Female condom. Female condom, um, and I haven't tried those yet, so right. if when the opportunity arises, if the opportunity arises for me to use one of those, I'll, I'll let you guys know how that how that went. I think it's should, I it's think all you, very weird. And I think, <laughs> you, should, I think you, should, you should bang one in just for shits and grits. <laughs> I don't think I should. <laughs> At first, you walked up to me in the store and you're like, hey, they have some of these female condoms. I'm like, oh, no, hell no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, eh, you know what? Okay, let's, uh, we can consider giving that a try. Well, you know. Well, you, well if, say, if um, the gentleman is completely against condom use. Or he's having erection failures. Due to condom use. Due to condom use. Then it's an option. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you still have protection. And right. And the female condoms protect against, and I know you've read everything that's probably been written about but, this. But our so. listeners may not have. No, so. I want you to share. because Because I don't know what the female condom protects against. Well, it's, from what I understand, they're, they're polyurethane, so they don't have the latex issue that some people have. I mean, not that that's a big deal, but... um. You mean for, like a sensitivity? Yeah, latex sensitivity or allergy or whatever. And um, from what I see, they protect things. They protect against things almost as well as regular male condoms. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to go out of my depth and like do some kind of. There aren't like uh, I, I, studies and yeah, in uh, stats given. Yeah, well, there were, the, but I didn't. I don't remember off the top of my head. And but from when I, but the one thing to keep in mind is they are more expensive. I think they're like a buck a piece. And more. you can Google it if you want to learn more about it. If any of these issues Comes um, up. apply to you, yeah, yeah. So and, you can and, do and your any, research. If anybody's out there has bought the fifty-six dollars a dozen condoms from Naked Foundation, please let us know how they are. And. And don't say, oh, man, it's the best thing I ever put on my penis because I'm not going to fucking believe you. <laughs> well, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, well, they can say that if it's true. Because I mean, then it's just the fact that they spent all that dough that's like creeping into their opinion of the... We'll see. Maybe right. we'll get some feedback on it. We'll maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So what was it? What was your what was your news item? My news item was uh, scrolling through Huffington Post of all places. Mm-hmm. They had an article on okay, ladies and gentlemen, put your swinger board games 
away because okay. they're old school. <laughs> they are? Yes. So they have Wii. Mm-hmm. The Wii uh, games has come out with a new... Wii as in they're small? No. We as in W I I. Oh, 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 like a Nintendo. I know we game. don't have we don't have one. We don't have a Wii we, gamer we're, we're, system. We're Wii-less. We're, yeah. we're Wii-less. We're we're systemless. Period. <laughs> we are systemless, yeah. aren't we? We're like we have uh, a DVD player. We're off the we're off the radar. We're off well, the grid. it's a blue it's a Blu-ray player, so we get Pandora on it and, and Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty. We're sweet. cool with that. We don't watch many Blu-rays on it, though. I don't. No, I don't think we've ever watched a Blu-ray. <laughs> we watched Clash of the Titans on Blu-ray. Did we? Yes, that's, that's the, the movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So we has come out with this game. Oh, and, and by the way, the Apocalypse uh, Now Blu-ray is supposed to be amazing. Really? Just FYI. So we. we I don't to... know if I'm a big Apocalypse Now. You fan. liked it when we saw it. Yeah, I'll probably watch it again. You like, you know, which part you liked? What the part where all the the USO dancing girls came out? <laughs> you love, you really. It's like, oh, look at all the girlies <laughs> bouncing around. You like that part? Look at the girls doing girly things. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> all right, sorry. So you're. Oh saying, no, you're good. Um, I uh, okay. So the article is about this Wii game that's come out, and right. it's it doesn't say it's for swingers, but it's called the Wii Dare Wii game, and we don't know if it's a hoax. I don't think it is because right. there's some controversy surrounding it and about whether it's going to be released. I don't know if it's been released. Right. But I saw a demonstration of it. There's a YouTube video. Right. Um, demonstration of the game. Okay. And it kind of looks like it could be a hoax. Right. But, I mean, there's all these articles written on it. Yeah. So it seems to be real. So basically, you take your Wii controller, right? Right. And the Wii controller allows you to do uh, strip teasing, okay, spanking. Yes. Uh, it's described as girl on girl kissing. I don't know why it has to be girl on girl kissing. It could be a girl and a guy, but like for the spanking one, yeah. Okay, you take the you take the controller the, and you the, Wii, the Wii mote. The the Wii mote yes. is that what it's called? Yes. Okay, and you stick it in like your butt crack, basically, like it, down the front, like down the back of your pants. You put it in your Wii anus. <laughs> no, <laughs> your Wii anus. <laughs> and so you you uh, bend over the person, yeah. and then the it shows you know him spanking you, and then you have your little icons on the screen that They're, are they having weegasms <laughs> i don't know it didn't show that <laughs> one one article i glanced at showed that it was a rated a pg-13 okay uh rating yeah I'm like i don't know and i know they didn't intend this game for swingers right. but i mean come on if you want to be a high-tech okay, so, swinger but picture this so you're like in a you're in a you're in a, a southern baptist uh, lock-in right <laughs> where you sent all your 13 year olds to go and right? spend the evening in the company of their teens so and this is, is 13 and over and they bust out this game full on right right so somebody With- somebody has the Wiimote in their Wii anus <laughs> And some other dude is like... And their wee-anus? Yeah. And then one other guy is like whacking him <laughs> with, his, with his weenus, <laughs> right? Uh, while all this is going on. I, I don't know. The uses are just limitless. Uh, yes. So, I immediately thought of it as, you know, a high-tech swinger gadget. Like accoutrement, if yes, you will. Yeah. Yes. For, you know, an icebreaker. At, uh... My only problem with it is this, is that... And this is a, kind of serious. Not serious, but okay. you know. Okay. I wouldn't want to like play. We're listening. I wouldn't want to play like a uh, like a, a a video game with other swingers because then you're looking at the screen and you're not looking at you know the hot hot hotness that's around you. 
I mean, it's hard to get turned on with like some stupid cartoon character. Well, I mean, and we don't do the board games or right. any, any of the other stuff either, but there are a lot of people out there, I think, that look for icebreakers because yeah. we've been to parties where little games were played for icebreakers right. in the crowd. And so most of those games, those games are called drink the beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and there and there's jello shots in the refrigerator that's, that's the other game when you get so, t- sick of the drink the beer game you play the jello shot game <laughs> well yes we've been to parties where those games were played as well <laughs> i stole that from family guy it's like hey i got a new game what is it called drink the beer what do i win another beer yeah, so. that's funny yeah the, the but, family guy yeah yeah so look out for that game, We Dare, and let us know if it's a hoax. Yeah, it's called We Dare. We Dare. And it's an adults-only spanking game, which includes stripping, spanking, and girls kissing. Why girls? I don't know, but that's cool. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm, I'm not that I'm objecting. I'm just saying. Yeah, kinda... You can Google it or go to YouTube's and you can check out the little video and see if it's something you might want at your next party. Right. So, yeah. And if it hasn't been released in the United States, I'm sure you can you know, yeah. find some country that you can buy it out of. And, 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 and in case this goes out to anybody who is, has anything to do with the game, we're not interested in testing it. We don't have a fucking Wii and we don't care. <laughs> we don't care. No. <laughs> so um, it was just kind of funny. So I guess that's it for news, unless there's anything else that you want to talk about. Uh, are we going to talk about like what we're doing, or are we going to go? Yeah. Well, we can just go into the topic. Yeah. Or okay. yeah, we have a topic. Yeah, we have a topic. We do, and it's actually uh, part two of a topic that we discussed previously. Right, episode thirty. Well, kind of an extension or whatever. Yeah, it was from the um, the uh, friends or frack. First, yeah, yeah, question. yeah, yeah. Friends are frack. And, and Friends frack, frack first. Yeah, and fra- and frack is a callback to um, the show Galactica that Battlestar, we, yeah. we, we used to watch, Battlestar Galactica. Yes, and we were huge Galactica geeks. We were pretty <laughs> and, sad. Yeah, yeah, it was sad when it ended. It was really sad. But anyway, no, the ending was sad. Show, the ending was sad. Well, they could have done a better job on the ending. They could do. They could have done. Instead so many things sending all their technology into the sun or yep. whatever they did with it but and, and i personally think that the failure of caprica was punishment for how bad the galactic ending was well it wasn't that bad i mean i've seen okay seinfeld ending was much worse than the galactica ending <laughs> but anyway you're we're getting yeah, off the track no you're right the only thing the only reason i brought that up is because in that show because yes. it was a network show they right. they use the word frack right. instead of fuck right. because they can get it on the air. Mm-hmm. And that's in the future. That's how they talk. Right. <laughs> so they would say things like, no fracking way, that kind of thing. So <laughs> frack is something we've kind of incorporated into our geeky language. Oddly enough, they use cunt for cunt. I don't know why they got away with that. So it's, I'm Really? Just, no, I'm kidding. It's oh, I was going to say, I don't remember that. <laughs> I didn't remember that. Yeah, well... I don't know. I was so in love with some of the characters on there. But <laughs> anyway, so, okay, f- uh, friends first or frack first. Right. And so we, we kind of went through what our preference was. Correct. And then we received an email from a listener. Yes. Who kind of asked for us to expand on that question in that... In the context of... Well, because 
they don't know when they're going out to meet someone. Mm-hmm. They don't know in advance what they're going to want to do. Right, right. So the 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 question, do you want to kind of phrase, kind of... Kind of summarize the, the question? question. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that what they were asking was like if they're out in a, in a date situation or if, they, if they're out meeting, if they're out to meet somebody out in a social situation, they were wondering, okay... We've determined that A, either we want to get together with these people or B, we don't want to get together with these people fairly early in the evening. Mm-hmm. However, um, I think the answer is a lot easier if you decided that you do want to get together with the, the other couple, mm-hmm. right? If you're one couple and you want to get together with the other couple, the answer... You already... Oh, say you already know this couple and or, you know like at your next meeting, it's like this: the hookup's going to happen. Or you've been on a date with this couple for the first time even mm-hmm. and you decide, oh, wow, these people are fucking hot. We want to jump their bones. Yeah. Or you've met them at the club before and now you have a personal invitation to... I don't know what that was. That was my... Uh, that was the DVD player. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, so you you're um, so you don't know what the deal is. You right. you want uh, the the situation is two on two. It's you and your spouse or whomever, right? And and the other couple. And you, how do you how do you touch base mm-hmm. with the person on, on with your with your partner on well, what's going to happen? I think the question also kind of surrounded what. Uh, what can you do when you don't have that firm plan going into the evening? Right. If you had the misfortune of not having a plan or what, what can well, you do? Well, it's not, it's not really a misfortune. It's just sometimes that's the circumstance. Yes. Because sometimes maybe you've had conversations with people over email or over the phone mm-hmm. and then things seem to be going really well. Right. And then you think you have a plan. You think, okay, we're going to hook up with this couple and or then you go, them, right? you or, go, you go to your meeting, yes. and then you have your first meeting, and you're like, it just kind of falls, it kind of falls it's flat. It's not working. It's for not whatever, working. For so, reason. Yeah. so you need to change what you thought was the original plan. Correct. So, I think that that's kind of the question. Is like, what, to, how do you how do you stay cool? Yeah. Yeah. How do you stay cool? Yeah. Fonzie? And how yeah. do you how do you stay on the same page with your spouse? Right. Right. Yeah. Through... I think that that's kind of yeah. I think that's kind of around what it is and how that applies to uh, frack first or friends first is is well you know in a lot of situations you're not going to even have that much time to discuss whether or not these are people or somebody that you want to potentially be friends with but you may have a, a a certain base level of attraction in which you want to go ahead and. Engage with them physically. Right. And you need to check in with your partner and make sure that they're on the same page. And we've had those dates where we've gone out to dinner with people and there was a circumstance where it was a blind date um, where we never even saw photos of the couple that we went to meet. We just kind of like, screw it. Let's just go meet these people and it'll be fun no matter what. Right. And we've had situations where we've met the couple a couple of times. Mm Mm-hmm. And had a real attraction to them. And then we went to dinner and, um, you know, but then sometimes like during that process, you get kind of, even though there's like a physical attraction there, um, you go, you can go through a process where you start feeling disconnected and you, you no longer want to pursue that with this particular couple. Correct. So things can go. Yeah. Any number of things can happen. Right. right? Or, you know, one of you might start feeling, I don't know. Anyway, you need to, you, you need what, what they're asking for is a strategy to be able to communicate with their couple. Strategy. The strategy. I love me some strategy. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Well, so we can share some of our experiences. Our thoughts on and that. Our, yeah. our, we have kind of processes built around this. We do. Actually. 
And it starts with um, usually when we're uh, going out, whether we're going to the club or going on a date or whatever, we'll take an hour just before the the or less event. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, we'll just sit down in the living room or we'll go have a cocktail or on the drive sometimes. or on the drive over. Yeah. Sometimes we usually make it more focused than just on the drive over. Mm. Um, like if we're going to dinner or going to the club, we'll show up somewhere and have a cocktail like an hour before mm-hmm. we're going to be attending our event and we'll sit down and say, okay, what's the plan for tonight? We'll make a plan. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make a plan and we'll make a backup plan. Yeah. And so do you want to share like some of the sure. things that are decided during this planning yes. session? <laughs> right. Wait. So it's our not a planning session. It's not a big deal. Right. I mean, it's no. like not to like make it sound like we're like these calculated you know, whatever, but it's We're like not Uber futzing over it. We're yeah. just trying to get on the same, get on the same, on the same page. Cause yes. you never know. It's like, you know, it was like, uh, Miss Wapfu may have had a long day. I may have had a long day. Who knows what it may have transpired. Uh, so our entering, our condition entering into the engagement may not be the same as when, it, as when we committed to it. Yeah. And right? I think that it's just kind of a transition period. It's like, we're leaving everything of the day behind us. We're sitting down and focusing on, the events of the coming evening mm-hmm. and we're just making some kind of, I think they're kind of like a, not, they're kind of like a road markers. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like setting milestones or whatever yeah. Yeah, for the yeah. evening. Yeah. So uh, what we usually do is that we usually have, and we talked about this first, we, uh, before we have a plan A and we have a plan B. Mm-hmm. So we have like a best case scenario, what may happen. All right, and then we have a you know a, another a bailout scenario, just to be you know blunt about it, right? Well, yeah, and we'll we'll talk about um, well, what would be your best evening? What right. Do you, what do you want the, for the best evening? What for you would happen? And we tonight? have that we have that conversation, we have that exchange, we have that we we, we ask each other what would be mm-hmm. what is it that you want mm-hmm. to happen out of this evening? Mm-hmm. And and we'll each share like what are if we have some goals? It's yes. like remember that one couple we met last right. weekend? Well, if they're there. Well, I want to see them again. Exactly. So it's like those kinds of conversations. Right. Um, or, you if know, it's if just it's, two on two. Yeah. Or if it's just two on two, we'll also talk about what it is that we are expecting to happen that evening. If there, well, if there aren't any couples that we want to make sure that we uh, oh. engage, is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying like on a date. With another oh, on couple, a date. On a date mm-hmm. with another couple. We'll, we'll have the same conversation. Yeah. And, and it can even be a conversation, and we've had this one in the past, which is like, look, this is a real newbie couple. Yeah. Um, they haven't played yet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we want to just be available for them and, and show them a good time. Right. And we want to be on their fuckable list sometime in the future. Or we, It or doesn't have to be tonight. It doesn't have to be tonight. <laughs> exactly. You we, know, so... And that's the thing is like you got to get real honest about it. You mm-hmm. have to get really, I mean, like in everything else, right? Mm-hmm. It was like it's like that old cliche, but you just have to get real honest with your with your spouse or with your partner and with yourself, and with, with yourself, your, and and with the situation too. Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day or at the end of the evening, it's like you're going to go home with your with your partner. So the the time to the time to get honest is going to come sooner or later. So you better it's better to get honest up front rather than later on. It's yeah. Like, you know, and, and we're supportive of each other and yeah. those goals. It's kind of, I don't know. We just under, we understand each other, mm-hmm. at, th- you know, through that expression. And I think it's just come with practice. With repetition. Re- with repetition. Yeah. And, and if we're crossways, we'll talk through it till we get on the same page right. over it. And then another thing we'll, uh, have in that discussion is, okay, what time are we calling this tonight? Are we going to, is it going to be like an an 
an after party in the future or are we going, we, do we have plans tomorrow? We need to call this at like 2 a.m. Um, do we want to try to be out of the club by midnight? Let, 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 let me get back to that. Oh, okay. Just for a second, okay? okay. I just wanted to talk about something that we just talked about really, really, really. We just kind of brushed over it Absolutely. real quick. And, uh, and that's the idea of repetition and trust, right? Yes. Is repetition and trust. And it's like we were saying that Miss Wafu and I, every single time before we go out lately, you know, certainly we've always been making a plan. Mm-hmm. And the reason that we make a plan is because it works. Mm-hmm. That's why we make a plan. Mm-hmm. We don't make a plan because something went completely wrong the time before. Yeah. Or we've had like some creeping disappointment or some uh, or some uh, some lingering issue or whatever. We're not trying to fix anything. Well, and that's what makes that's what makes making the plan so doable yes. is because it keeps problems from happening. Yes, it keeps and problems. And so from- it's nice to finish off a weekend and not have had anything go wrong. Right. No drama. Yes, exactly. Know? And so that's what the plan does for us. That's, that's what the plan it, does. And it's just you know, it's 30 minutes to an hour of just talking about your evening. And does the plan go completely? Does everything go according to plan every single time? No. No. And sometimes we'll do a caveat. Yeah. Because we'll do what another thing we'll also do is say, okay, at so-and-so time. Two hours after the event starts. We're going generally. to, we're going to regroup. Yeah. You we're going to, you and I, you and I are going to take a break and we're going to talk about how things are going. Yes, And that kind of leads into the, I think what is a good response to this listener's question mm-hmm. Is it's that break time yes. in the middle of your evening uh, that's going to allow you to reconnect with yes. your partner, and we do this every time we and, go out. And the reason why you do that is because, and we talked about this in a previous podcast, is that we, well, you know, and and I, now I feel guilty because back in the day I talked about hot boxing that one girl. Oh yeah. And I realized that that's not that's a good thing. Wrong. That's fucking wrong. And it I never is. did, by the way, right. dear listeners. I never did. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, it was just kind of fun to talk about. It was it. kind of fun to talk about, but it's like, you know, you don't. When people get desperate, they turn into used car salesmen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If people get desperate, they get they turn into used car salesmen, and they're gonna like, they're just gonna freaking not let you leave the room mm-hmm. until they get the deal done, mm-hmm. right? And so, we've had other listeners write in with those yes. stories. And they they always make me sad. Yeah. It's like, you're not doing anything positive for the lifestyle. Right. So we all need to be good ambassadors. We do. And we need to be respectful of each other and of other people and other couples. So yeah. what I was, well, what I was, okay. I was talking about repetition and about, I was talking about repetition and building trust through repetition. Right. Building trust through repetition is the most important thing that you can do for your, your relationship, especially as swingers, because Odds are, whenever you get yourself in a, in a position where you don't like what's going on or you feel like you're being slighted, it isn't your other partner who's doing it. It is a mishandling of the situation by either one or both of you. Yes. And you know, you, you've talked about that before. I've spoken well. about that before. Mm-hmm. Is that you have to be cognizant of the situation. Don't put yourself into a situation that is, not, that is, beyond, your, that is beyond your comfort level. Yeah. If you can, yeah. you know, obviously you're always going to push boundaries. So the question is, the question is, how do you know what your partner's comfort level is? Yes. And then that's where I think we get to the listener's answer. The crux of it. Right. Yeah. It's uh, like, okay, how do they do that? You ask. Right. I think, I think it's like, okay, but 
how do you how so, do you how do you do that? Yeah. Right? So okay, you're at dinner. Yes, you're at dinner with, with another couple. With another couple, it's just the four of you. Yes, and you you think things are going good, and you think your spouse thinks things are going good, but maybe they're just being polite, or maybe yeah. who knows? Maybe so you haven't you... had a chance to talk because the 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 male or the female or other couple is just talking your face loose. <laughs> And you don't even know which end is up it, anymore. It could be it could be any number right, of things. Right. <laughs> so the question is, how do you address that with your partner? Like, well, the first thing is that you schedule a break. You schedule a break, and you schedule a method of communication. You have what we call in project management a communication plan, right? <laughs> yes. And a communication plan is just basically something that says. At this time, we're going to talk about this. And this is the way that we're going to communicate with each other. And the communication plan in a project plan in my field usually involves, okay, uh, the project manager will email a status report every week to these people. And in the status report, you'll contain A, B, and C. And okay, so that sounds kind of prosaic or whatever, but hear me out. Yeah, and you have some really covert Yes, I have some co- covert ways of communicating with your partner in a situation which may, may be otherwise uh, uh, awkward. And the first is you can, if this is a, if, if, uh, okay, the first one is like if you're at the club, right? If you're at the club and you're with your partner and the other couple, um, you can always make the excuse to say that you're going to go say hi to these other friends. Yeah, if you're at the club or some other uh, event which has several other couples there. Right. You say, hey, I, we need to go say hi to these people because, you know. Yeah, we, we're going to go say hi to friends and we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Yeah. Right. So you go and you take off and you talk about whatever it is that you need to talk about. Mm-hmm. The other one is like, oh, yeah, we're going to go say hi to the bar. We're going to go say hi to the bartender. We didn't tip her last time and we wanted to make sure that we uh, took care of her this time around. Yeah. And or, we'll be right back. Or, or the DJ. Or the DJ. We're going to go request a song. Yes. You can do something to excuse yourself yeah. to have, you know, five minutes alone, which is really all it takes. It's all it is. It's just five minutes alone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you feel that that would be too awkward or too stilted to do, what you can do is that one of you at a predetermined time can go to the bathroom and text the other partner. I thought that was pretty cool. You like that? Yeah. That's good, right? So and the We thing- never had to use that one, yeah. but I thought that would totally work. Yes, it would. You- because if you're in a restaurant, it's kind of awkward for yeah. you to both excuse yourself right. at the same time. I mean, what are you going to say? Well, we're going to go hang out yeah. in the We're going to go jack foyer. each other off. Right? Yeah. yeah. We're going to go do we shots at the bar. We both have to go to the bathroom at <laughs> the same time. Yeah. Yeah, so um, these are these are situations where you're at a bar or you're at a restaurant or some on a date in general, or yeah, you know, heck, even you can even be at somebody, you can be at the other people's home or at your own home and just excuse yourself, go to the bathroom and text your partner. Yeah, I thought that that was a really good one. Yes. So, and, and your communication plan should include keep your phone on you. Yeah, <laughs> keep your phone I, on you. And I don't. I never yeah. take my phone anywhere, and it's just because you uh, know but, why. But you and I are we're ballsy enough to say, oh, I need to go talk to Miss Swap Foo, and I just go and say, hey. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's go. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go talk. Yeah, and we've done that on several yes, occasions we when we've been propositioned, yes. and it's like, hey, you know what? I've got to go talk to my husband, and yep. I'll be right back. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so, so okay, so that's the other ones. The texting is a good one. The other one is um, leg squeezes. I guess and that's what Boris and Doris do. They it, do the leg well, squeeze, yeah. Which we found out after we met them because right. <laughs> they did the leg squeeze. Yeah, they do the leg the squeeze. Leg, the leg squeeze. One for yes, yes, two for no, or. Is it? Is it a one for you? I have no idea. I have, but you know, I guess if you're like, if you really want to work out a system, you can go at all like um, 
You're all doing great, Morse code. Morse code. Which, by the way, SOS is like three dashes, three dots, yes, three, three dashes. dashes. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. That's, that's, that's the SOS. That means get me out of here. Which we've had those scenarios as well. So, you know. If you, put, if you put yourself out there enough, you're going to run across all kinds of all situations. Kinds of people. And most of you guys out there are lovely. So I don't think that it's, uh, we're saying, <laughs> these are for the exceptions. And all, you know, not only that, exceptions or the non-exceptions, you should always make a plan to communicate with your partner because you never know. Yeah. You never know. Absolutely. It's like, and that's the thing. It's like, you don't want to be killed by some fucking assumption, you know? Yeah. And the assumptions are just rampant. It's like, oh, I've been with her for 11 goddamn years. I know everything that she's thinking before she even thinks it. Do you? Yeah. Do you really? Just and just ask it. That's true. I yeah. mean, it only takes five minutes of communication. And why not? It's like why not make an excuse? Why not yeah. make an excuse or find a find a reason to talk to your partner doing this important, potentially very fun thing that can be fucked up just out of your inaction. Yeah. So there were a couple other things I see in your show notes that you wanted to relay to this couple that wrote in the question because um yes. we know emailing and texting can get us into can can uh write checks that maybe our asses can't cash Absolutely. at a late, later date. So that's, I guess that's, I mean, that's what we've found to be certainly, you know, there's exceptions, right? But if it's a couple that's in town that if it's a couple that it's in town and you guys have, you know, established some base level of attraction or possibility with them, get face to face with them as soon as possible and just limit, 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 limit your Facebooking and fucking texting and instant messaging until you get the face to face until you get the face to face connection because things can build online so quickly and they can just go they can just go tits up easy, you yeah. know, because all of a sudden Once it's like, you get face to face. Yeah. Cause this is a person that you barely know. And all of a sudden, you know, he's talking to her about how much, how badly he wants to slip his cock into her. And she's talking to him about how, you know, you know, how she, you know, you know, how she wants to get ridden hard, you know, all these other things that are, yes, they're a whole hell of a lot of fun to talk about. I mean, yes, they're and great. And then all of a sudden you show up yes. and you meet these people and you got to write they, this check. You got to write this check and then you're feeling obligated. Mm-hmm. And in in swinging obligation is the, it's, it's just a death it's a, it's a, it's, a ter- it's a ter- it becomes a terrible word. Yes. It becomes a, a terrible word. I mean, I don't have problems with senses of obligations, right. but then when all of a sudden you're obligated, you feel obligated right. to have sex with someone. That's a bad place to That's be. That's a really bad place to be. And and then if you make the right call and you don't go through with the sense of obligation you have, then there's like guilt associated with that. And it's right. just like, it's not pretty. It's fucked. It's not pretty. It's really fucked because, you know, that's a whole other thing is that our online personas is like, that is the, the uh, you know, whatever it is that we're able to punch out in a text message or on a tweet or on a instant message even and we can all be awesome and yeah, cool it is on like, the internet <laughs> it is like the most awesome thing that we can present it's like even even miss wafu and i here on these microphones i mean this is you know to a i mean it's fairly close to reality i think but it's a kind of an idealized version of who we are and you know we we, we hear that our our voices are appealing or whatever but we know that we may not be to everybody's taste in person and that's something that we're cognizant of and that's something that you should also be cognizant. We think that you should be cognizant of is that your online persona is not who you are. 
Well, it's not 100% of it's who It's not 100% you are. of who it's, you are. It's your best foot forward, yeah, right? It's your best foot forward. And your date, a date should be your best foot forward as well. Yes. But it's going to be a little closer to the truth. It's going to be, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I and so one of the recommendations that you made that, and we both agree on this, yes. is that um, I think uh, having kind of a disclaimer, just kind of laying it out there in the beginning before the date yeah. is we don't necessarily play on the first date. Yes. If everything works out well when we meet up, that's right. great. But this isn't necessarily going to happen. And I think that that helps to alleviate sure. that sense of obligation and that feeling that you have to commit to something that when the time comes, you may not be ready for. Right, right. So, And you know, and it's, it's funny because, you know, you and I are, are in our 40s and I realize that people in their 20s might think that it's like, oh, yeah, that does not apply to us because we're of this generation that all we've known literally growing up is online communication. Yeah. I just say, bullshit. Bullshit. Well, Get out there I mean, and meet people. You can't fuck somebody over a computer. You know? Well. <laughs> I mean. Of course you can. Cyber sex. Come on. Yeah, dude. that's hot. That's hot. That's, that's that's the real thing. That's just like having a real Well, it's somebody's. It's, <laughs> you know it's what somebody's, I mean? Well, but it's. It's some people's real, some people get real enjoyment out of that. And I think that that's fine. Yeah, but it's not, it's not, it's, it's not, not for swinging. us, but it's we didn't swinging. grow up like that. Yeah. We, we grew up with, you know, body, you know, Flesh warm bodies. Yes, yeah, yeah. Warm bodies. So I don't know. Who knows? Are you saying, are you saying that we might be offending the, the early, the, no, the later generations no. by saying that cyber sex is bunko? No, no. We can say that we, that we don't necessarily enjoy engaging in it but that doesn't mean that there aren't people out there that do and i think you should be respectful <laughs> I, I don't I, you know what i don't think they're a protected class you gotta respect <laughs> i don't think they're a protected class it's like I, I don't know if it falls under gender discrimination Cybersexuals are not a as far as i know not a protected class um but in any event we uh Yes, I think that we've made our point. Is that yeah, yeah we don't we don't well we wanted to we wanted to talk about a couple of scenario a couple of scenarios, at least one scenario of um in which like communication which we, yes. is okay. Yes. Or we did or didn't communicate. And then oh, there was yeah. this one time because yeah. we were talking about there was this one time where we got we literally got caught up in the parade to the group room. Like I'm standing there talking with someone and the group of people come marching by and I see you're kind of in the group of people and they're like, we're going to the group room. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so I kind of fall in line and we all march back to the group room and we had a great time. There was, there wasn't any problem with what happened in the group room, but the next day we were like, how did that happen? How did we end up in the group room? Yes. You asked me that. Yeah, how, how did that happen? It's like, well, who told you to do this? Or who told me to do this? Or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, we didn't touch and, base. We didn't nothing. We just went there. Yes. And, so. and that could have that gone down it bad. Gone down it could have gone down badly. Gone, it yeah. could have gone down bad. And then when we realized that you and I hadn't agreed on doing yeah, that yeah. and that that wasn't part of our plan, we were, I think we were a little taken aback. A little bit. A little because bit. Because... I, and so my response was, I don't know why everybody was just coming by and we're yeah. like, come on, let's go. We're going to the group room. And so I was in mm-hmm. and then it's like, well, you and I didn't even decide that's what we were, yeah. what, what we were doing. It was just kind of weird. It was a fun time. It was a fun time. It worked out well that time. Yes. That time. Yeah, but so. you know, things can go down, can go down poorly. Kind of fucked up. Kind of yeah. fucked up. So. Um, okay. So we talked about. Yeah, make it clear that you don't necessarily play on the first date. 
try not to front load your your date too much with with pre date conversation. Limit your pre date conversation to when and where. And we're really excited to see you. We don't necessarily play on the first date. Yeah. You know, we're hoping this will work out. We're hoping this will work out. We're we're excited to see you. We're looking forward to spending some good time with friends. Don't talk about, you know, yeah. It's like, hey, you better bring, you know, non-latex condoms. I'm the girl, by the way. Don't bring any latex. (laughs) You're the girl, by the way. Don't bring latex condoms because it's going to make my, uh, anyway. So spend some time pre-planning. Yes, with your partner. With your partner. Not with the other couple yes or yep. other single or whoever because you don't want to build build it up too much yep you want to get there first and then make a decision and make a make a plan to check in yes with each other at some point at some uh you know two uh, hours uh, into the date it, is what it, we what that's we, what we do yeah. but other people maybe other people just go out for two hours so True. <laughs> who knows True. um and, you know, have an exit strategy and have your plan B. Have your plan B. And we do. That's part of our pre, yep. our pre evening. Even if is, our plan B is, even if our plan B is, is not even if, but our plan B a lot of the time is Miss Wafu and I are going to, we're going to go somewhere else, mm-hmm. hang out mm-hmm. and just enjoy the fuck out of each other's company. Yes. That's always, that's always awesome. Yes. So, so we, but we always have a plan B. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, uh, okay, the last thing we had were just, a, uh, I guess, a couple announcements, right? Is that it? Uh, yeah, I think just some shout-outs. Yeah, shout-outs, right? announcements. Who, who okay. do you want to give shout-outs to? Um, oh, well, definitely to everybody who left us a positive review on iTunes. And I know, that's nice. Yes, I know that we kind of did a little iTunes, uh, you know, iTunes review bag thing last time, and I felt a little cheapened by it, but, you know, honestly... Well, it helps us to get our... Um, it helps us to get up on the list. On the list, right. Which helps more people be find able to us. find our podcast. Because honestly, there's there's a lot of things that pop up if you do Swinger Podcast. Right. So there's a, there's a lot of items. Yes. And so Many of our friends are there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, but some of them are older. Sure. That, um, that aren't even in production anymore. Some of them aren't Swinger Podcast, but they come up because they've covered there are popular podcasts that have covered swinging right. in like one or two episodes right even though you know our episode is our our episodes are always about swinging yes so except for when we get off the track like Battlestar Galactica Battlestar Galactica <laughs> yeah we're talking about FedEx and efficiencies but yeah but yes it's our podcasts are always about swinging so we would prefer obviously I think that anybody who enjoys our podcast generally would prefer that if they were going to speak to speak to their friends about us and say, oh yeah, just go on iTunes and you know put swinging or put swinging or swingers in the in the in the search bar or whatever that a podcast like ours that deals with swinging would come up before they go through too many podcasts too many. that just kind of burn them and they don't get any information out of it and they quit looking. Right, so exactly. We so like to kind of be up like somebody's going to get to raise us, raise our relevance, and you know, and our and it's honestly it isn't about money. Our our podcast is entirely self sufficient i mean it's funded by us and we don't take any commercial endorsements of any kind so we're not trying to make any money off of this we just we think that we provide we think that we provide good information or at least we try to amuse you guys out there and we'd like we'd like uh, uh we, we'd like to spread the word a little bit more so if you can do that we do really you think we're it. amusing i i know that i amuse the fuck out of myself well look look yes am i calming you now you are calming. do you see me calming you so miss wapu miss wapu <laughs> was told today by a very lovely uh female of a of a of a, another couple that we were hanging out with 
that she has a she's like I like you as you say I, you I, have a very calming effect on people it's like you have a very calming effect on people and I, in my mind I was like you don't know me very well <laughs> <laughs> Like, she sure as shit doesn't have a calming it's effect like, on me. This is my inside voice. Yeah. See, because I just met you and I'm being really super polite. <laughs> it's like nice, nice tapas bar voice. Yeah, we're at the tapas bar and we're all being. No, but you do. You're very soothing and, and you do make people feel just. It's my Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> it is. It's, yeah. It's a swap food mind trick. These, yeah, these are not the swingers you're looking for. So. Um, uh, so we have the river trip coming up very soon. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. Me too. I put on my bathing suit from last year. Awesome. It's too big. It's too big. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> I'm going to have to get a new swimsuit. Yeah. Sucks to be me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's uh, June 24th to 26th. And the information on that is in our show notes. And it's also, it's the crew of Swingtown, K R E W E of Swingtown. And if you're in the Texas area, by all means, put uh, June 24th through 26th on your calendar and make it to the Guadalupe River and come float with us. Yes, we'll um, we'll figure out like a meetup place for the morning of the float and anybody that's interested can come and float with us. I, I believe Boris and Doris are going to be in town for the float trip. We believe so. I'm excited to see those we guys. We want to congratulate Doris on her new job. Yes, congratulations, well done. Doris. Um, all our we co- love and miss you. <laughs> Definitely. Well, our uh, all of our... Um, all of our current contact information is in our show notes. Yes. So rather than rattling all those off, just avail yourself of our show notes or go to swapfood.blogspot.com and find out how to contact us if there's anything that you want to ask us or tell us or yell at us about or whatever. Yes. And and a lot of times your comments and questions um, give us great information to discuss in our podcast. Yes. So we always appreciate that. And uh, we love our listeners. We do. And our Twitter followers. And we just want to say we're not, we're, we're sorry that we don't uh, get back to everybody's um comments on the show but we try to respond to all our emails certainly and yeah. uh um yeah just keep them coming we we love hearing from you and we love our listeners like miss wafu said uh, you guys are we do we the, heart listeners <laughs> guys, well because there's so many nice people yes there's so many nice people and they're so hot <laughs> i know right <laughs> <laughs> so hot it's like oh my gosh like wow this hot couple is like listening to us um you're just picturing them listening to you like Wow, my voice is in a way touching them in something that's vaguely sexual. <laughs> like, uh, I need some time alone. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening, you guys. Uh, it's a uh, boner by proxy. Is that a, is that a term? No. Okay. Uh, good night, everybody. We love you. Good night, guys. Have a great week. <laughs>